It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Got a call from a listener who had a flight booked to the US and has no idea what's happening with regard to getting into the place if you're vaccinated or not. And the story has been updating itself in the last while. The Washington Post reports that international travelers who are fully vaccinated with mixed doses of approved vaccines will be allowed into the US after the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention updated their guidance. Travel restrictions will be lifted from the 8th of November. It is confusing. A lot of people want to go to America to visit loved ones, say at Christmas time, or they just want to go on a holiday to, to America, or they might need to go there for business. Fionn Davenport is the group editor of ITTN, Ireland's Travel Trade Network, and he joins me now. Fionn, good morning. Morning, PJ. What is the situation with getting into America? Because it seems complicated. Uh, well, thankfully, it's not as complicated as it was a week ago. So um, in September, on the 20th of September, the U.S. teased us all and said that the embargo, uh, which basically banned most international visitors from visiting the United States, which has been in place since the 20th of March of 2020, was going to be lifted sometime in November. And that had all of us in, in, in travel journalism all kind of excited about, you know, a reopening. And then radio silence for three weeks, four weeks. And then just the other day, they announced, in fact, that no, that from the 8th of November, the borders were once more going to reopen to international visitors under two important conditions. One is that you had to be fully vaccinated, as you said, with a recognized vaccine. So you had to have the full dosage of whatever vaccine uh, is recognized by the CDC. And two, you have to provide a negative PCR test upon entering the United States. Hold so on. under you those had, two you conditions. You had to do both, Fionn? Yes. Yep. So testing requirements are still going to be in place. So even if you're fully vaccinated, they still require a test? Yeah. Yes, they will. Yeah, for the time being anyway. That, 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 that might be lifted early next year, but there's been no mention whatsoever. that there's, So there's still a testing regime in place. Um, and, uh, yeah. and it's PCR, so, not antigen. PCR, yeah. Mm. And where so, do you have to do it? Do you have to do it here before you go or do you do it there yes. when you arrive? No, you have to do it here before you go. So, for, and, and, uh, and this is really, really important. I mean, on the one hand, it's wonderful news because, as you said, 
there are so many Irish people who are desperate to get to the United States, to visit loved ones or just to go to the United States. But equally, there are lots of Irish people who are on visas living in the United States who want to return and now will be able to return to Ireland for Christmas and not worry about not getting back into the United States because that's been the situation until now. Um, and uh, so even though there are these kind of testing requirements in place, it is really, really important that you have all of your documentation. I, I traveled on a, as a travel journalist, I was given an exemption. So I was in the United States three weeks ago mm. and it absolutely broke my heart to see at the airport, a woman who didn't, an American woman who was, who was looking to go back home, who didn't realize that she needed to have a PCR test was denied boarding by the airline because she didn't have the required documentation in place and there was literally nothing the airline could do. They were like, I'm sorry, we just can't, we can't let you on the plane. So you need to have all of your testing documentation in place before you travel. But broaden it out a little bit, Fionn, with regard to travel, and I'm one of the people, I imagine there are thousands like me, who has been on the usual sites booking myself a holiday for July of 2022 and excited for it already. Heading into mm. 2022, restrictions, requirements for double vaccination, requirements for testing, are they going to change? And if not, where in particular are they going to be still very rigid? <laughs> Well, okay, so, uh, it, <laughs> you really aren't joking when you said you want to broaden it out. Uh, that, okay, that's a big, big question to ask. I'll say in summary, so for the popular destination for Irish visitors, so Europe, the United States, and in some cases the Far East, places like Thailand, yeah. and then onward to Australia, you, if you aren't vaccinated, you're going to have a hell of a time trying to get into these places. It's just you are making a rod for your own back. And that's just a simple fact. Even though countries might necessarily require you to be vaccinated, they make the testing requirements so onerous and so expensive is that it's going to add a considerable cost right. to travel. So that's number one. Um, there, are, there will be countries, like, for example, we've had the EU COVID pass has been in place since June. So most people in Ireland, even if they haven't traveled, are familiar with the concept because all vaccinated people have one. If, um, so you're going to need that to get around Europe. There are countries like, for example, in Italy, just last week introduced a new requirement that said you cannot go into indoor spaces without showing your, their equivalent of our COVID pass, which is called a green pass. Hmm. Um, so and there, there's a, will our my, COVID pass, you know, the ones you, the one you store on, yeah. your phone, will that work for yeah. that purpose? Yes, yeah, okay. that's the good news. Absolutely. It'll be recognized in the United States. It'll be recognized eventually in Australia when Australia allows international visitors back in early next year. Um, at the moment, Australia has reopened, but only to returning Australians. Um, and Australians are, can now travel. But international visitors, it'll probably be January, if not February, yeah. before they're allowed back in. And the good news is, is that Whatever, whether you got the Pfizer, the Moderna, or the 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 other one, <laughs> I can't the AstraZeneca. Yeah. Um, 
you those that COVID passport will be recognised. Okay. Actually, something came up over the weekend just chatting with friends. A very popular destination for the Irish and indeed all year round is, of course, the Canary Islands, which are outside of the EU. Are they taking our COVID pass? Actually, okay. So one is, is they're not outside the EU. But I know what you mean. They have their own jurisdiction. Yes, that's what, yeah. They're, they're, yeah, yeah, they're part of the Spanish territory. So, but you're right. They have, they, because Spain is this, <laughs> like one of the things, I didn't even realize this until the pandemic started. So each region in Spain is more or less self-governing that's on right. a host of things, including COVID restrictions. So for instance, you could be in Andalusia down in the south where Malaga is, and it would have its own set of COVID restrictions depending on the size of the town you were in. So you were in a little village up in the mountains, it had one set of rules, but if you were, say, in Malaga City, it had an entirely different set of rules. Those rules might be entirely different in Barcelona or in Madrid, and so it is with the Canaries. Um, The Canaries are absolutely recognising the COVID passport, 100% without any fear, bother or trouble. Right, because that was a question that came up over the weekend in a conversation yeah. I was having. Like they're, they, yeah, they, they're part of Spain, but technically they're outside the EU and all this kind of nonsense. I said, I'll, I'll, I'll have a journalist on during the week. I'll check that one out. Fionn, thanks very much. But definitely the, the, the change for America is you must be fully vaccinated and you must have a PCR test. Can I just say, PJ, one last thing is if you are planning to travel, I'll say two things. One, If you have booked travel before November 8th, every airline flying to the United States will allow you to change that date without much more than just a nominal change fee. In fact, lots of them are saying you can change for free, literally up to three hours before your intended flight. And number two, can I strongly urge, if you're traveling, say, on American Airlines or Aer Lingus, is to use the Verifly app. Now, I'm not going to go in, but basically what it does is it gathers all of the necessary documentation that you need and gives you a green check. So when you travel to the airport, you travel absolutely safe in the knowledge that your trip is 100% going to happen, that you haven't gotten any document wrong or you're not missing anything. So it's a way of double checking that all your documentation is in place before you even go to the airport. And, and so I, I, I strongly encourage people who have, because it is a confusing thing, to be honest. Um, so if you haven't got that and you are planning a trip, yeah. I strongly urge people to download it. Now, do we still have a situation whereby in Cork, yeah. uh, Marion asks, if I want a PCR test to travel, I can't get one in the HSE testing centre. So where do I go? No. Do I go to a chemist? No. Yeah, so this is it. I mean, annoyingly, all over is this. I mean, this is another thing. I, 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 I have my concerns about the way the PCR or the testing system operates. So, for example, you can't get one for travel from the HSE, even though it's exactly the same PCR test for some reason. So you have to pay a private provider. And that is either go to a travel clinic or go to your GP who will then refer you to the appropriate. But you need you need to get a PCR test from a private vendor who is then licensed to issue a certificate or a fit-to-fly certificate, which is what the negative PCR test is. All right. Okay. Fionn, I'm sure we will speak again. Fionn Davenport, travel writer and the group editor of Ireland's Travel Trade Network. So if you want to go to America after the 8th of November, you've got to be fully vaccinated. You've got to have your COVID pass, but you've also have to have a valid PCR test. And that's going to be there for a while. Quartz 96 FM. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.